Hello, everyone, and happy Friday. Uh, this is another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I am your host, Becky Easton. And today, I want to talk a little bit about gifting assets. As we come up on the end of the year, uh, you may be thinking about um, gifting some of your assets, using up some of the um, annual amounts that you can use or, um, you know, gifting even something larger potentially to get get things out of your estate, all the things that come up at the end of the year. And I do want to caution everybody that this is not um, specific advice for you. So please don't take any of this as uh, legal, insurance, business, tax, anything advice from me because I don't know your specific situation. So be sure that if you have any additional questions that you are reaching out to a tax professional, to a personal family lawyer, to me if you're in Arizona or Colorado and have questions for me. Um, speak with someone uh, particular, get an agreement with them so that they uh, they are indeed representing you and looking out for your best interests. Um, but you can definitely see this as just some general advice to get you thinking. So here are a few questions that you want to ask before you start gifting your assets. It can definitely be a useful estate planning tool if you need to either reduce your estate tax bill or for maybe long-term care planning purposes. However, you want to be sure that your gift doesn't cause any unforeseen problems for either you or the person receiving your gift. So first question you want to ask is, why is the gift being made? Are you making the gift out of love or is there some estate planning goal that you're trying to reach? If it's for the latter, you want to be sure that the transfer of assets will actually be beneficial for you and your recipient. For example, if you're counting on Medicaid to pay for some of your long-term care, a gift could trigger up to five years of ineligibility unless it's handled correctly. Be sure that you're contacting a qualified lawyer to evaluate your options when it comes to Medicaid. The Rules um, and laws vary between states, so you definitely want to talk to someone, um, someone well-versed in uh, elder law planning. Then also, are you keeping enough for your needs? You know, if you're making a large gift, you will need to do some long-term financial planning to ensure that that gift doesn't actually compromise your future needs. Number three, are you expecting repayment? If your gift comes with an expectation on your part that you'll be repaid, be sure your recipient understands that that gift is coming with these strings attached. Execute a promissory note so that all parties are clear on the terms of your gift. How many Judge Judy episodes have you watched where the defendant says, oh, no, no, that was just a gift? And the plaintiff suing them is like, no, I definitely wanted to be repaid. Put it down in writing, guys. Even if that's just, you know, a text message or an email um, at the beginning, um, hey, just want to be clear that I do expect to get repaid um, whenever, right? Uh, get that in writing. And also, you know, get it in writing if you're expecting something else in return. 
So if you're gifting property with the expectation that you'll be allowed to live there or gifting assets for someone else to hold for you, you actually want to consider using a trust for these purposes instead. If you don't, the recipient is legally in control of the gift, and if they don't do what you want with it, or worse, your assets become entangled in a divorce or bankruptcy, this could really cause huge problems for you. Then lastly, you want to ask, will the recipient benefit from your gift? If your recipient has special needs, a gift could actually disqualify them from receiving important benefits. If he or she has financial or other problems like alcohol or drug dependency issues, the gift could actually be very detrimental. And one of the best ways for you to gift assets is through a wealth creation trust which allows you to decide the best time for your children or grandchildren to receive your gift and gives them the necessary time and experience to learn how to protect and grow the assets in the trust for future generations. So again, guys, if this is something that you feel um, you would like to speak more with an attorney about, um, then I highly recommend that you reach out. Find a personal family lawyer near you by going to personalfamilylawyer.com. And if you are in Arizona or Colorado and would like to discuss this further with me, you can grab 15 minutes on my calendar by going to bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash call Easton Law. And again, guys, uh, this isn't specific legal advice for you unless we have an agreement to that effect. I am not your lawyer, but I do absolutely enjoy bringing you this, um, this little bit of, uh, education and some of my additional thoughts, uh, every day on these legal matters. This podcast was born out of a challenge to post a podcast episode every single day for a year. And we're doing pretty well so far, almost two months in. And I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope you will um, follow and subscribe um, so that you're getting these um, regularly every day as they come in. Help keep me a little bit accountable to posting And uh, anytime you have any sort of questions or anything for the show, you can just email us directly at info at eastonlawpllc.com. And if you have thoughts for an episode or something else you'd like to hear my thoughts on, then I would love uh, to hear it. I am definitely all ears. Again, this has been another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton, and I hope you have a wonderful Friday. I will talk to you tomorrow.